Welcome to the Time Sync Anime Podcast. Spring is here! It's not quite spring. Spring, spring is almost here! <laughs> yeah, spring is almost here, and you know what that means? A new season of anime! Hey! Yeah, it's, uh, it's always nice, but every time there's a new season coming out, it always just is overwhelming because there's just a lot of stuff it's all for one thing it's saying goodbye to an old season which winter 2019 has been a great season and it's gonna be weird saying goodbye to it and then an influx of a bunch of new shows this yeah, you season gotta sift through all the garbage yeah so i am rex and i'm jay how's it going everybody and uh yeah today we're gonna be talking about the new shows that are gonna be coming out in spring 2019 if you are new to uh, our channel or podcast in general we're going to be giving a rundown of all the shows that are coming out in the, this next season, or all the ones we're, we're interested in, anyways. Yeah, the ones that we thought were at least worth a checkout. Yeah, and, and then we're going to be checking those out uh, for the first few weeks, and then continuing to discuss those shows for the rest of the season, every week, once a week. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's get started with the first show we're talking about is Yatogame-chan Observation Diary. It looks like a... Uh, it's it's a comedy uh, based on a manga by Studio Seda, I think it's pronounced. Yeah, uh, but it looks it looks like a, a funny, cute, adorable show, kind of like Nichi Joe. It's it's based on a four coma manga. Yeah, a four coma a four coma manga. So it kind of it just like from the description, it might be like a Chio School Road type situation. If you guys watched that a uh, few seasons ago, actually. Yeah, just just kind of short skits and stuff. Yeah, short skits, but uh, they seem like basic, they'll be Basic rundown of the show is, uh, we got uh, Yotogame-chan, who speaks in a blunt Nagoya dialect. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what that means. Um, I'm just assuming it's just some kind of... It's basically, I'm pretty sure the whole, like, uh, point of the show is just showing, like, cultural differences between, like, one region of Japan yeah. and another one. I, I'm assuming it's gonna be, like, different stereotypical characters for each region. Yeah, I, I imagine as well that it's probably... It'd probably be, like, uh be somebody from, like, the Midwest meeting somebody from Brooklyn, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, man, if it's going to be a dub, they're probably going to do something like that. I mean, I mean for uh, most dubs, they for the Kansai dialect, it's almost always a Brooklyn yeah. accent. Unless you're Osaka. Well, no, yeah, yeah, Osaka. She had te- she had a Texan yeah, uh, accent. Yeah, it's like, like you're from the boonies kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that, looks, that looks pretty funny. Yeah, it looks like it could be cute. The next on our list is... The show that a lot of people are fans of it have been waiting for for a long time, 14 years, Fruits Basket. Yeah. How could we, how could we um, talk about the upcoming season without bringing up this show? Yeah, they're they're remaking it. I, I don't I don't know exactly what the what what all like the motivation was behind it or how the studios got around to doing it, but a lot of people are not complaining because it's finally happening. <laughs> now, from what I heard, uh, there was a few contributing factors. For one thing, fans of the series had apparently, like, you know the superstition of folding, like, a thousand paper cranes or whatever in a event? Yeah. And yeah. Apparently fans actually did that. And, like, and <laughs> really? Sent, yeah. Oh, wow. I am not joking. Fans actually did this and because they wanted it so badly. And I'm pretty sure the author realized that the uh, the story of the original anime didn't cover the complete story of the manga. So they actually wanted to So this to is like Fruit Basket Brotherhood? Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> Fruit Basket Brotherhood. That's actually an almost perfect way of saying it. Uh, 
but I know I have never seen any of the original. Yeah, Bridge well, Basket. I saw like a I think an episode or two. I think I saw like a little bit of an episode, and I just wasn't really interested at the time because it was like, oh, it's shoujui, it's like it's romance garbage, and mm-hmm. I was like an angsty high, and I was an angsty freshman in high Where's school. Where's the blood? Where's the violence? Yeah. Where's the violence? Where's the blood spray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Like I was like super into Bleach and stuff, so that really just didn't catch my attention, mm-hmm. and. I think like a um a, a friend's girlfriend tried to show it to me at the time, and I was just like, I it's like I I don't care, yeah, yeah. I really don't care. Yeah, it's a stupid curly show for girls. Yeah, no kidding. That was pretty much my uh, that was pretty much my uh, feelings on it. But I'm not entirely sure how this how we're gonna go about watching this. Like, if I'm understanding correctly, Funimation is like behind the dub of it, which. I don't know. It could be on Verve. I'm really hoping it is because I'd like to give the show a proper um, uh, a proper I viewing. Gonna, I think it's gonna be on Funimation. Yeah, it probably will. So we might have to watch it there. Yeah. So featuring their new fantastic subscription to your service. Yes. <laughs> with their, their rental, with their two per year rentals, whatever the yeah. fuck that means. Uh, but yeah, I'm I, like I'm definitely interested in watching it now because I've heard it's it's super good. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So next up is the the life of being alone. The life of being being alone, aka Tori Bochi for short. Yeah, it sounds it's it's a comedy based on a manga by uh, Studio C two C, and it's a brief brief rundown. is It's about a girl, a high school girl, who has extreme social anxiety, and uh, she like freaks out whenever anything stressful happens. And when she gets super stressed, she just vomits. Hmm. Uh, which you saw that in the PV. Yeah. Uh, looks... Of course they cut. Of course they yeah. cut before they actually showed the rainbow sparkle. Yeah, I was expecting. I was expecting rainbow sparkle moment. <laughs> uh, because sounds... that's how anime do. But it it looks really cute. Uh, it sounds like it could be a pretty funny little comedy show. Um, it seems like it'll probably be like a less uh, a less cringy version of a Watamote because of you guys. I'll never be popular. That's pretty much the concept of uh, of that show as well. Like, girl is incredibly socially awkward and wants to not be socially She's, like, awkward. uncomfortably socially awkward, like, looking yeah. at her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, the, the main goal she has to is she wants to meet her... She wants to see, uh, talk to her childhood friend again, who's, like, the only person she ever got along with. Uh, but her but friend the is... catch is, her friend does not want to be her friend anymore yeah. unless <laughs> she unless she makes friends with every single person in her class. Which I'm assuming her friend is doing it for her own good. Like, yeah, like you, like you can't, can't, you can't keep... stay. Uh, uh, you're gonna become a, like a hikikomori. Yeah, you can't glom on to me forever. Yeah, exactly. I I have uh, like judging from the PV, it looks kind of cute. Like the art style looked cute. The uh, the concept of the show seems like it could be fun, but at the same time, I don't really know what to expect. Could be funny. Could be just kind of boring. We'll see here in a few weeks. Next up. Demon Slayer, a an original anime by Ufotable or uh, Ufotable. Ufotable, yeah. <laughs> and wait, is it an original? No, it's a manga. Yeah, no, that. yeah. Source, uh, it's a uh, action adventures uh, based on a manga by yeah. by Ufotable. Which yeah, Ufotable. We, we, uh, we took a moment before we started recording because we were like Ufotable, Ufotable. Yeah, because hey, because. We've known about the studio for a long time, but we never really thought about how it's officially pronounced. Yeah, I I thought it was either Ufo, Ufotable or sometimes I've heard just Ufotable. And I still have a tendency to yeah, just call it Ufotable. It's Ufotable is yes. the official pronunciation. But let me, uh, so if you don't know who Studio Ufotable, I almost said it again, <laughs> is then a couple projects. They have did the entire uh, Garden of Sinners movie series, which are gorgeous. They did... Uh, they did Fate Zero, also gorgeous, and then most recently Fate's Day Night Unlimited Blade Works, 
also lovingly called unlimited budget works. Yeah. They they have the Midas touch where anything they touch uh, turns, turns into a beautiful art. <laughs> yeah, it turns. It's so pretty. And apparently they don't have like that much bigger of a budget than. No, any they just other. have a lot of talented. They have a lot of employees. talented people, and they treat their employees well, as far as so, I understand. Demon Slayer, what's it about? It's about Demon Slayers, obviously. All right, <laughs> fucking thanks. <laughs> no, moving on, I but, guess. No, 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 no. Anyway, the to be fair, <laughs> that is kind of what it's about. But getting a little bit more specific, it's about a uh, about a a kind-hearted young boy whose family is killed by demons. Him and his uh, younger sister are the only survivors of this attack. Basically, he decides to join the uh, a demon hunting corps to get revenge on the demons. Meanwhile, his sister also kills demons, but she has also been cursed by demons, and she can now kill them herself as well. And there's a pig man. There is a pig man, or a, a, or a guy who wears a a pig the mask. boar mask. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. The I imagine that it's just going to be a very pretty show. Like, yeah. if nothing else, this show will be a spectacle. Well, and the, the fights in the yeah. movie looked kick-ass. Like, yeah. Everything about it I mean, it's Ufo-table. <laughs> Ufo-table? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't. I just can't. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it, definitely, though. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, next up, we got uh, Ultramarine Magmel. A series uh, by yeah. Studio Pierrot. Yeah, it's an action uh, based on a manga yeah, by Studio Pierrot, who... Uh, recently, not the best track record okay, with Cardi so, Pretty Circus. No, that's Studio Vaughn. Oh wait, wait, what's wait? What's Studi- Studio Pierrot does Black uh, Black Clover. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, did they do another Shonen uh, as well? They did, they did Naruto. I'm yeah, they did Naruto. Yeah. They did uh, Bleach, and so they're so long running Shonens are kind of their game, but also they are infamous for including a crap load of filler. In fact, Black Clover has only recently, as far as I've heard, actually started getting really good because they actually got past all the filler bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I definitely kind of want to catch up on that, but that's 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 neither here nor there. That's another beast. Anyway, so yeah, this uh, this show, it's like there's a new continent that suddenly popped up called Magmal, uh, and there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, okay. There's resources and, you know, uh, technology There's monsters and stuff. to fight. Let's... We gotta go fucking liberate the shit out of the island and free all the resources up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but apparently the story follows... Uh, Not the adventurers, but the relief yeah. people meant to help out the adventurers. Which is an interesting take on it. I look forward to seeing how that actually plays out. But also, it's kind. It kind of gives me a little bit of a Made in Abyss vibes, like the idea that there's like yeah. this, uh, there's like this untouched or mostly unexplored land that's full of danger and excitement. Uh, it's, and I haven't seen a like a like Made in Abyss is one of my favorite adventure series, and if for it's, sure, yeah. And if this kind of follows the same beats as like um, a good adventure story, then I think we can expect quite a bit, except. Maybe with a little bit less blood and dismemberment. No, oh, gross. Uh, yeah. God. Uh, so many flashbacks <laughs> to uh, arms. Uh, but yeah, the, the action in the PvE looks pretty kick-ass. It looks like, the main character looks like he has like psychic shadow powers. Yeah. You actually see like, summoned a sword, and then he like, shot a whip around with his... Yeah, it looked like oh, shadow electricity shit. I don't know what, exactly what it was. It's yeah. kind of hard to explain. It looked pretty cool. I, I definitely think it's worth checking out, at least for a few episodes. Next up, uh, Annihilated City, a uh, a video game adaptation by Studio Madhouse. 
Madhouse, I believe, needs no introduction. Yes, I like Madhouse. Yeah, so that's the pedigree not, is alone is enough to make me at least interested in it. But the for for those who are for if, if for any reason unfamiliar with Madhouse, they were most recently done Boogie Pop. They did last year's um, Play for the Universe. Yes, which, which was, was gorgeous, amazing. And got kind of snubbed at the Anime Awards, but (laughs) I actually, don't get me wrong, I think that Place for the Universe is a great show. I thought the actual winner, Devilman, was an amazing show, so I wouldn't say it actually. But Madhouse, Madhouse is really good. And if you're still unconvinced, they also directed Redline, which is easily one of the best animated films ever. uh, This is an action-adventure based on a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's was this yeah this is the mobile game yeah, yeah I think so and basically the idea is that there was a town that has been completely destroyed by something we don't entirely know from it but there's only the sole survivor which is a girl named Yuki her and some of her and the other main male character uh, they start going to this uh, to the destroyed city to basically find out what exactly happened here yeah. like well I don't know exactly what. Um, Takuya, the main guy's like motivation is mm-hmm. because he's a smuggler, and in the in in the PB showed him like fighting a lot, so he's obviously been through been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, why is he helping this girl just because she has a letter? Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe it's sort of like a Firefly situation where the uh, where the smugglers are actually people with hearts of gold. Like they do, yeah. they got, they're kind of cri- they're kind of criminals, but they're criminals with hearts of gold. Yeah. So maybe it's kind of something like that. Like that'd be pretty cool to see. I mean, and can I say it again? It's fucking madhouse. Yeah. I think that should be enough. So uh, after that is Carol on Tuesday. Uh, it is a. Music sci-fi, original work by Bones, and quite possibly one of, probably the most, the show I'm the most excited about. Yeah, it is the, a show that I am the, probably the most excited about, just because it looked so pretty. Yeah, it looks beautiful, it sounds good. Yeah. Uh, the the premise is, uh, it's like future... Um, Mars. Mars yeah. has officially been terraformed and colonized. Yeah, future Mars, and there's a, there's a poor girl... Who really likes? Um, she's re- really, really working hard to be a musician. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a uh, rich girl who yeah. is incredibly lonely. I think that was her shtick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's um, Carol's the poor girl, and Tuesday's the rich girl, mm-hmm. and they want to make music together. And the, the the PB sounded like really beautiful. Like they, yeah. they, it started off just them like humming and playing mm-hmm. instruments and stuff, and uh, kind of wove into an actual song. Yeah, probably no. by them as well. Yeah, it was it. It sounded great. I'm, I'm bad really, news. It's possibly on. <laughs> it's on Netflix for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's on so, Netflix. As an American viewer, we probably won't get it until next season. Yeah, for like, like three months. Summer. I I don't know. It's Wait, gonna be. Yeah. Summer. It's it's unfortunate because this show looked absolutely gorgeous because it's bones. Bones does some really good work. So they had like a little uh, like tagline at the beginning when they were showing the PVU. It was like a little symbol that said like Plus Ultra. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that like their new branding? Because like I Hirak is the, our new biggest thing. I I imagine that has to be it. Yeah. It has to be. It might be like a studio, like Plus Ultra Studio or something like that. Yeah, like a specific team maybe. Yeah, a sub team, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe Plus I would... It be might be a Cloverwork situation where Plus Ultra eventually becomes their own freaking their, their studio. Logo. Oh, oh, their studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, okay, you because you remember Cloverworks. They were originally an A one subsidiary, and they oh, were they? yeah, they were originally oh, okay. an A one subsidiary, and they broke off to do uh, hmm. their own stuff. And they've only 
But enough about Cloverworks. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear us gush about Cloverworks, just listen to the podcast on Promise Neverland. But I really want this show... I really want to see this show. I'm definitely worried that we won't be able to see it for a while, yeah. which is a shame. Next up. Da 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 It's back. It's finally back. Now, so it's Attack on Titan. I'm sure everybody who is who ha- is in the anime community is probably psyched for and this. And people who are out of the anime community. Like, there's a lot of people that aren't part of the anime community that still watch this. Like, yeah. this show reached so far. Yeah, the, the staying power of the show is absolutely amazing. And this next... This next uh, season coming out is actually the second core to the uh, to season three, technically speaking. And the weird thing about it is, it says ten episodes airing on in late April. Now, I don't know if that means they're all going to be airing at once, or Anishar is just bugging out. It, it, I don't know. Like, I, uh, if it is going to be an, um, a late, re- going to be a late release, that might just be something we talk about, like around the time after we binge it or something. Yeah. But but it's Attack on Titan. Like, we attack- don't really need to say a lot about it. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. Need if, to- if you've never seen Attack on Titan before, you won't be watching this. Mm-hmm. You'll be going. You should go back. Yeah, and, and watch it from the for start. Those, if you've somehow been living under a rock for the past, uh, mm-hmm. how long? When did Attack on Titan season one first come out? I don't know, like years ago. Yeah, like I want to say it was like 2011, right? I, I don't know. I think I was going to college at the time. I I was in college too, <laughs> and yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like. I want to say it was in 2011. I was probably like 18 at the time. And right. so, yeah. But Attack, Attack on Titan, uh, it, it's more Attack on Titan. Then we got Mobile Suit Gundam, The Origin, which is, uh, it's apparently like a 13 episode recompilation of the original Mobile Suit Gundam anime, which I am excited to watch because I never watched the original Gundam. I've watched like uh, G Gundam, Gundam Wing, Gundam Seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haven't you watched a little bit of Iron-Blooded Orphans? Yeah, I watched a few episodes of Iron-Blooded Orphans. You still need to finish that. Yeah, I still need uh, to finish Iron-Blooded Orphans as I, well. I absolutely love Gundam. Yeah. I, I loved it growing up and all, all that jazz. Yeah, I uh, I have never actually watched much Gundam. Like, Did I, you watch any of them? I've, I saw a little bit of Iron-Blooded Orphans, and I, uh, I know about Burning Finger and Shining Finger. Do you know about SD Gundam? No, not really. Oh my god, it's terrible. You don't. <laughs> it's like little chibi Gundams. It was on like Fox Kids. Oh god. And anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrendous. So it'll be fun to experience something that uh, that kind of started everything. Exactly. Yeah. Now the the thing that I'm most uh, potentially worried about, like I don't know how long the original Gundam series was, and if this is a retelling of it, mm. it might be sort of like an abri- it might be an abridged thirteen episode series, which. For what reason, I don't know. Are you worried they're going to mash too much in? I think so. I think that could be a very real possibility. I don't know how much, how long the original um, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam went on for. It could be a really quick, it could be, could have been a relatively short series, which, if that's so, fine. It could also be an advertisement for another project, like another Gundam project coming out soon. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder, because it makes me wonder... Why, after all this time, why would you suddenly decide to make a origin of the original Gundam? Could be a passion project. Could be someone want, they like they're wanting to bring it into a new generation. Sunrise is pretty good. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Mobile Suit Gundam: The Origin, brought to you by Idols. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they because Love Life funds pretty much everything that Sunrise does these days. Yeah. Next up, Bungo Stray Dog season three. 
Never seen it. <laughs> I have never seen. I have never seen any of Blue yeah, Ghost Dragon. But I, I've heard it's really, really good. Um, from what I can understand about it, is it's uh, is it's off. It's it's people based on authors having like supernatural powers based on their works. And the only one, the only one I'm most familiar with is a character named Lovecraft, and he is just apparently strange. He is incredibly strange. To this day, most fans and even most of the characters in the show are not really familiar with what he is like they think it's possible he could just be an alien yeah it's uh it's another bones show yeah uh and it's we're probably just gonna end up binging binging in like two sittings or something just like we did with overlord like a yeah. few seasons ago yeah overlord uh, and i don't regret doing that because yeah, yeah. Is amazing. overlord um season one and two is fun to watch uh yep. really really quick mm-hmm. so uh next up we got a fantasy action original work by pa works yes very gone uh, it I mean, it looks like animal stands or, or yeah. fairy stands or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh the, the premise is uh there's a fairies and they they're inside of animals and they make the animals like super strong or something like that. Uh, but the scientists figured out a way to surgically remove the organs from the animals and put them into people, and then the people can summon the fairy and use it as a weapon, aka stands. Yeah, it kind of reminds <laughs> me. It's sort of like the just kind of is the whole it. You have to use the monster's power to fight the monster's sort of deals. Because I imagine the the fairies are very much like devils and devil man or the parasites in, you know, parasite. Something of that nature. Well, that's not what it looks like it's going to be about. Because uh, it, it says there was a war, which I'm assuming was just two countries fighting each other, but mm. they also had this power. Mm. Uh, and, and the story's going to focus on people after the war. Uh, oh, that's so right, have, like, right. Um, like people in the mafia, cops, okay, that's right. Ex soldiers, terrorists, just all people that have that power. So I think it's going to be kind of like a Bacchano situation. Yeah, a Bacchano situation, and maybe and maybe sort of like this season's magical magical Spectrops Oscar, except not shitty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So next up is a series called Midnight Occult Civil Servants. I I don't know entirely like what kind of series this is going to. It seems like it's going to be like a sort of like mystery crime show almost in a sense. Yeah, it's like a, a fantasy mystery, mm-hmm. like a, yeah, like a investigation show. Yeah, uh, by, a studio, a... by studio Liden Films, Leiden Films, however you pronounce their <laughs> name. It's a it's another UFOtable situation. Yeah. UFO table. <laughs> I didn't even notice you did it too. <laughs> God, uh, it's based on a manga. Yeah, it's based on a manga. A manga. Now the so the interesting thing about it is apparently there is a uh, there is like this organization that is meant to like deal with paranormal and occult related activities like around night pretty much yeah it's it's a world where a cult is like accepted as a real thing I'm yes assuming. it's accepted as a real thing but there's also dangerous people involved in that situation so there's a specific task force meant to deal with those kinds of situations and those are the uh, the nighttime regional relations department. It sounds like a prostitute. Yeah, it sounds like a bro- it sounds like a brothel. It yeah. sounds like a something you'd put on your resume to not say you were a prostitute. Exactly. Like, like, oh, well, we see you want a job at our uh, fancy schmancy business office. What was your previous employment? Oh, well, that was a nighttime regional relations. Yeah, it's like, oh, really? What wow. kind of work did you do there? <laughs> I spent a lot of time with clients, <laughs> some more than others. <laughs> now. I actually, it's been a while since I've seen, like, a uh, a really good, like, investigation, investigative series. Like, I'm trying to think of a, of a good, like, mystery series that has been going on. Uh, I guess you could call Boogie Pop sort of a mystery show. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely, yeah. 
So I take that back. There are so, but I haven't seen like a procedural crime show in a while. So Leiden films. Yes, Leiden films. Okay. They uh they did um Magical Girl Spec Ops Oscar. <laughs> oh, that's why their name was familiar. Yeah, yeah. Now that could have also just been a problem with the source material, not so much the. Yeah, I mean, like themselves. studios have made good and bad stuff. Before. Yeah, exactly. Like but, Studio uh, Napa has made some misses on occasion. But but it stands. It's, it stands there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So might as well just address the elephant of the room. Yep, there we are. Yeah. So, uh, but but it looks pretty interesting. Uh, the PV kind of got me interested. It it looks very slow, burny with some action spots in it. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, at, at least based on the PV we saw, it's like investigation. Uh, you have like investigation parts and then like action parts because there was like some fighting. And stuff yeah, exactly. Stuff. They're probably gonna have like psychic powers or certain weapons to beat up psychic enemies. Yeah, that'd be. I I think this show is definitely worth a check out. So, yeah. oh well, next is a one a Punch Man two, which is extremely exciting and also extremely disappointing because it's One Punch Man. But also, it's uh, exclusively on Hulu in, in America. Uh, which, that's interesting to point out, because uh, Hulu is only a North American thing, actually. Yeah, it's uh, it's like anime something mm-hmm. in, in other places. Anime Lab? Yeah. yeah, Anime Lab, I think is what it was, yeah, in, in other places. But it, it's One Punch Man. Yeah, the, the phenomenon that fucking blew the world apart uh, a few years back. More like punched it apart. <laughs> <laughs> One Punch Man. Yeah, it's, it's one. It's punch a guy man. who wanted to be a superhero, but he became too strong, and now he's just bored with everything. He's basically going through a midlife crisis in his mid twenties. Yeah. Now uh, the, it, there is another kind of slightly disappointing thing. This is not headed up by Madhouse. So who did the original one? Uh, yeah, that was who did the original one, and the one that's heading out now is JC Staff. We kind of knew this was going to happen, like for people who had been following this for a while. Um, that it wasn't going to be Madhouse heading it up because of the Madhouse curse, not doing more than one season for things, <laughs> on most of their properties. I mean, I'm probably going to, if I have to, I'm going to end up, you know, getting a Hulu subscription for yeah. the season. Yeah, like exactly. months or whatever, because I'm going to watch it. it. It's one punch, man. It, it's, even if it's disappointing, I'm still going to watch it. Uh, the art looks a little different. It doesn't look quite as sharp yeah. as it did before. Like, the promotional materials... It looked good. It was still good, but it wasn't... It doesn't have that same pop. Yeah, exactly. As it did before. Because, you know, because Madhouse has a... Is Madhouse, and they can blow their load on just about everything. They're mad load. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, One Punch Man. Anyone who wants to watch it is probably going to watch it. Exactly. Next up. Robo, Robi Hachi. Robi Hachi. Robi Hachi. Yeah. The guy's name is Robi. Robi. And the other guy's name is Hachi. Yeah. Huh. Ha, <laughs> Wow. Wow! It's an uh, adventure series from Studio Comet. Uh, original. Which, original yeah. anime. I don't know anything by Studio Comet, actually. I It just seems like this, like, judging from the promotional material, it might be sort of like a Space Dandy-ish kind of show. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's future Neo-Tokyo, if you couldn't get any more generic than that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Neo-Tokyo is the name of the city in Akira. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was. It I was a, so, yeah. Neo Tokyo point being, Neo Tokyo is just a common name like mm-hmm. used in series like this. Uh but it, it's it looks like a very goofy comedy adventure series cuz like the main character, the premise is like the main character has super bad luck 
And uh, what is it? there's a guy who helped him, but the guy who helped him comes back as a debt collector. Yeah. <laughs> shenanigans ensue. Yeah, shenanigans <laughs> ensue. It seems like it'll be, like we said before, sort of like a, a Space Dandy-ish kind of show. I've actually, will admit, I've never seen Space Dandy. It's super good. Super I, funny. I, that's what I've heard. And I also hear that Patrick Sates voices Space Dandy mm-hmm. in the dub. And it, he pretty much looks like Travis from fucking uh, uh, Redline. Uh, you mean sweet, you mean JP? His name is... Oh, I think I'm getting him confused with the guy from No More Heroes. Yeah, you're thinking of Travis Touchdown. Travis Touchdown. What's... His name is... In is JP? Red... Yeah, it's JP. Is there no first name? No, it's just... They call oh, him Sweet okay. JP. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, he looks like that guy. Who yeah. also looks like Travis Touchdown. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that this is just going to be sort of like shenanigans with aliens and like him trying to outrun his debt collectors and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I don't think it's going to be a serious show. I, Based I on like it. the PV we saw. Yeah, it, it looks really goofy. It, it looks super goofy. So uh, next is Sarazan Mai, which I don't... Okay, so it's a uh, fantasy original works by MAPPA. And, you know, I love MAPPA. So no matter what, I'm going to give it a shot. But it looks really weird. The uh, the, yeah. the description. Uh, Let's tells just us you, about... we might as well just read through the description. Just go on in. Okay. Us. Yeah, yeah. This stage is Asakusa. One day, three second-year middle school students Kazuki Yasaka, Tui Toi Kuji, and Enta Jinai meet a mysterious Kappa-like creature named Kepi, who forcibly takes their Shirikodama. Uh, in parentheses. A mythical organ, cap, organ, cap a steel through a person's anus, <laughs> and transforms the boys into Kappa. Kepi informs them, "If you wish to return to your former selves, you must connect in that way, and bring me the Shiroko Dama of zombies." Will the three boys be able to connect as they steal Shiroko Dama from zombies? Meanwhile, two policemen, Rayo Niboshi and Mabu Ukutsu, are up to something at the police box where they are stationed. So okay. that doesn't fucking make any sense at all whatsoever. No, and then in the PV... It showed none of that. Yeah, it was just like, the, these boys, it was like a very serious kind of moody PV. These yeah. boys are talking about, like, friendship. And like, these... what it, like, what does it mean to really connect with people? Yeah. So it kind of... So judging from the PV, it seems like it's sort of gonna be a little bit, like, kids naiver. Like... Because, well, in what way? Like, in terms of just connections? Yeah, just like so that kind, kind of, of like, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of seems to be the themes. that, And it's sort of approaching it with a sort of goofy premise. But it was like, they had anime characters, and all the backgrounds were just, like, real places with a filter over them. I, I was real. I was like, <laughs> I was looking at this and go, I hope the show isn't gonna be like this. That'd be really fun. It. It'd be interesting. It'd be disorienting sure. as shit, though. Uh, yeah, but it looks really weird, and I... Don't, I mean, there's not much to say about it. It just looked really strange. The policemen are very sultry. Yeah, they're very, <laughs> they are sultry men. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm definitely going to give it a shot, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, like, MAPPA has done some really good work for themselves in the past few seasons. Like, I mean, and they've made some misses, like, a couple seasons ago, but they they did Banana Fish, and now they're currently doing Dodo. Like, my expectations are high. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Last up is going to be Senko the Always Helpful Fox. It's a slice of life show based on a manga, and she look and it's basically a fox waifu. Yeah, she like appears out of nowhere and just like, oh okay, I'll be your wife now. But it's by Studio Doga Kobo, uh, which they're currently doing Watanen, which mm. is like my favorite 
Moe blob of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it looks really cute. And I it looks like it might be kind of like a comedy, heartwarming kind of show. Yeah, maybe. It but could also just be a trash. It could also just be, it could also turn very quickly into etchy garbage. Yeah, well, it's, it's not labeled as etchy. And yeah. they usually are. Yeah. If, if it's an etchy show. Yeah. I, I'm expecting kind of like a a very laid back, comfy show. Yeah, I I get that impression from it too. And the art looks adorable. Yeah, I the art looks super adorable. That's the... like that's like on point with the style I love the most, pretty much. <laughs> that kind of round faces and adorable characters. Yeah, yeah you are su- Rex is super into Moe shit. <laughs> yeah, everybody has to have their disease. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, that's uh that's all the 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 big shows we're watching. There's some TV shorts which are like uh, usually like um, short form, like ten minute episodes. First up, we're looking at a uh, Senryu Girl, which is a uh, it's a it's a comedy based on a manga by Studio Connect, and uh, the basic premise is you have a, a cute, cheerful high school girl, and then there's a she has a, a friend that's an ex delinquent, mm-hmm. and they kind of enjoy their high school day, but the the girl never talks. She only communicates with people in uh, Senryu. Senryu, very... yeah, which is a form of haiku. Yeah, form of haiku poetry. I think it's the form of haiku that we know mm, best. Yeah. Which is uh, the 575 thing. Yeah. Uh, so it just looks like a, a goofy little show that'll be fun to watch every week. Yeah. I I don't know what else to expect from it. It just seems like it could be, like a like we said, just a fun little, fun little show with some uh, kind of heartwarming and funny elements to it. I don't think it'll be, like, particularly zany, sort of like a short-form show that we're watching currently. No, yeah, we know some. Yeah, exactly. But you haven't seen, if you haven't seen it, I know some. Uh, it's ten minutes out of your week every week, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so next in the short-form shows is uh, Joshi Kasa, Kausai, however you pronounce Kausai. it. Kausai. Joshi, Kausai. Joshi Kausai, I think. Mm, all right. And be Yoshi. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, go on. And it's a... The description is, who needs dialogue when you're this cute? We, uh, we had, you had brought this up, I think, in one of our news, uh, segments a few weeks ago this season, like how they were planning on making a show that doesn't have any dialogue in anime. Uh, I'm not sure if it was this season, but I definitely remember bringing it up at some point. Yeah, and that was certainly a, and yeah. I was just like, huh, that it's, seems like it's gonna be really interesting. Yeah, it's a really interesting premise. Apparently the manga's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's done pretty well. It's pretty popular. It's serialized. Yeah, it's, um, so it's a it's a comedy um, by Studio Seven. Yeah, it doesn't know. have any dialogue, any speeches. It's just pictures, sound effect. It's just pictures and sound effects. So it's basically maybe just like old silent movies, except without occasional text overlays. I think so. It's so what I've seen of like the original manga is that it's gags like slapstick, hmm. or they they get they get their emotions across through like gestures hmm. or situations they're in. Hmm. Which, um, it, yeah, it, if if you can if you can pull that off, then you know you've got something really good when you can have a comedy without dialogue. Hmm. So, uh, last up for the short form shows is Isekai Quartet, the crossover oh, that everyone for... knew they wanted. Yes. <laughs> in case you're not in the know, Isekai Quartet is a crossover between Overlord, Konosuba, ReZero, and Saga of Tanya the Evil. I've seen three of those shows. Yeah, I've seen all of those except for Saga of Tanya the Evil. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I haven't seen Saga of Tanya the Evil uh, yet. But Studio Puyukai has done other like little chibi shows. Like they've done a um, a chibi parody of uh, Tanya the Evil. Uh, they've done a chibi parody of Overlord. Hmm. 
Uh, I think yeah, I think they've done a couple other things, but yeah, they 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 do a bunch of chibi parodies. Uh, so this looks like it's going to be really funny. Just the different characters interacting with each yeah, other. Yeah, I'd like to see like how uh, how Aqua talks with how Aqua talks with Ains because they're both essentially godlike characters. Yeah, and stuff one like being that. a lot more useful than the other one. Yeah, Aqua's useless. She's completely useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just looks hilarious. And it makes me wonder, like, uh, if if it's going to be a parody of Overlord, like, if all of uh, if all of the uh, if all of the Ainz's subordinates are going to be involved in the parody as well. I, I think they're only going to bring in, like, a couple characters from each show. Yeah, so because... definitely Ainz and Albedo. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be too much. <laughs> yeah, because there's... They're a... everybody. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's it for for all the new shows. Uh, there's going to be a couple leftovers. Uh, Shield Hero, Boogie Pop, Dododo, and JoJo. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you know, we don't really talk about those. They're just carrying over. And yeah. we're going to keep watching them because all of those are really good. Mm-hmm. That's going to be all the stuff that uh, we're going to be talking about for, or I guess for the for the first three weeks we're going to be watching shows and then we're eventually going to cut stuff off. Yeah, so we're going to eventually like be cutting stuff down to about 12 shows a week. Is, yeah, that's our gen- after week four or five. Yeah, that is generally like the way we approach things. So uh, what are you most excited about for uh, spring 2019? So if I had to say, I'm probably most excited for, uh, I would say that... I would say Carol and Tuesday just because it looks like such a pretty show, but since we might not get that, like I'm, I can't, I kind of have to side shelve that. I'm probably most excited for Fairy Gone because it's an original, it's an original series by PA Works, and if it's gonna be, and I liked their other like original show they did, Serious the Jaeger, and I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how PA Works pulls this off. It looks like a sort of darker, more action oriented show. Which I'm really looking forward to. How about yourself? What are you most looking forward to in spring 2019? Uh, so, yeah. Same Carol and Tuesday, but Netflix. So, yeah. please back to the side. Uh, Demon Slayer. Ah, uh, yes, because UFO Table. Demon I said it table. right this time! <laughs> I did it! I did it! Uh, but yeah, it just, it just looks kick-ass. Um, the premise looks good. The character design looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PV got me really excited. It was a really well-done PV. Uh, and, you know, like I said, it's UFO table, so it's gonna look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Them and their infinite budget. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Welcome back. If you're a long-time watcher, welcome to the podcast. If you're new, uh, we do, uh, we put an episode out every week of our podcast, usually on, like, Sunday or Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about seasonal shows, and that's it. And sometimes other stuff and news. Occasionally, br- Yeah. Occasionally bring in important news from the anime community. So uh, we will catch you guys in our next episode of our podcast coming up this later week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Have a good time, everybody. Take care of yourselves.